If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Hello and welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Amy Walker. And I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. Um, so the last time we had a conversation about legal protection was you telling me that I needed to protect my intellectual property. And I was like, huh, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. And this was a long time ago. This was like a couple of years ago when you were at my house. Do you remember that? And you were like, intellectual property, IP, IP. And I'm like, I don't even know where to get started here. <laughs> yes. So I'm sure if I was having the, that experience, um, I'm not the only one that needs to know just a little bit more about what we need to protect in our business. Um, I will tell you, though, I have, this is my win in this area. Mm -hmm. My win in this area is that I have really good business relationships mm -hmm. and I've had people that have worked with someone else and said, Ooh, that did not go well. You mm -hmm. know, we got screwed mm -hmm. over and I'm like, really? But yeah. the reason why I feel like I'm able to maintain really good relationships is because I contract everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big believer in legal protection because I do think it keeps your relationships clean. I think it keeps you um, on track. I think it keeps the waters from getting muddy. So I'm definitely a big proponent of this. I just don't know that I am aware of all of the areas that I need to have my assets protected. Mm -hmm, so I think mm -hmm. this is going to be a good episode today. Okay. So let's get started. Let's do it. Because I think that um, just like money, the money conversation that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have sometimes feels icky. It feels like I'd rather avoid that. I think sometimes we have the same kind of tone with the legal one. And my frame is different. My frame is like money and legal protections are your bodyguards. They're your friends. They want to make sure you're well. <laughs> you mm -hmm. want to make sure that you know what, the, what they're doing. So I am excited for this episode. Awesome. Okay. So I think we all probably at this point know that we need to have good contracts in place. Yep. Um, but let's, I mean, let's look at all of the different types of legal protection that you recommend. And I may surprise us all and throw one in every once in a while. <laughs> okay. All right. So if you are, yes, the contracts go without saying, and we can get very granular with the whole contract thing. I am not a lawyer, although I play one in my dreams, but uh, I will, however, say that I have enough experience with these shenanigans to let you know a couple of things to look out for in your contracts. One is um, that you want to make sure the, the entities that are entering into the contract are the ones that can uphold the contract. I know that sounds really basic, but you know, sometimes you'll write a contract that was with somebody's LLC or somebody's mm -hmm. Inc or whatever, and there is no such entity. 
And you mm. wouldn't know that because you didn't go to the Secretary of State to see if this incorporation was active or whatever. So that's, that becomes an unenforceable contract. Um, at, at, the best, at best, you can say, well, whoever signed the contract then becomes the person, if not the company or entity, uh, that is, and that's, that's arguable. So you want to make sure that you do your due diligence on that. The second thing is the start and end date of a contract needs to be mm-hmm. explicit as well. And if there is no start or end date, then that needs to be explicit as well. I have seen mm-hmm. things on contracts set that say in perpetuity, <laughs> you know, so you have to shut your mouth with a confidentiality agreement forever, for as long as you live. <laughs> and, right. and, you know, if any reasonable judge, if you put that in front of any reasonable judge, there, there is a statute of limitations on certain things. And there is a reasonable expectation of, you know, um, an expiration for a contract or whatever, but you don't want to have to engage expensive litigation in order to walk away with proving your point. So just, you know, make sure you stipulate that. And then the other thing is um, the jurisdiction of mm-hmm. that particular contract. So if you and I, Amy, well, Amy and I are a bad example because we're both in Georgia, but if I, and I don't know, somebody in like Spain, Santa Claus, <laughs> You and you know Santa I mean? Claus. Right, Antarctica. Get into a contract and there's a dispute. Santa Claus lives, doesn't live in Antarctica. He lives in the North Pole, Monica. Okay, North Pole. My bad. I That's don't know the like zip code. Like the opposite the of North Antarctica. Pole. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my life is kind of upside down lately, so I can understand how I made that mistake. <laughs> um, but, okay, so are we going to court in the North Pole or are we going to court in Atlanta? Who's mm-hmm. mediating this? Are we, are we litigating this in, in a court, in civil, in tort? You know, is this a criminal offense? Like, what are we doing? Where are we going? So you have to be very clear about um, what breach of contract means and where do you uh, seek recourse for that? Is it in your home court or is it in their home court or is it no court at all, mediation or arbitration? What are you doing? So you have to stipulate that. That's all I'm going to say about contracts because, like I said, I am not a lawyer, but that's just based on my experience. Those are the little details where people get hung up on. The other thing that I I'm think those are actually really good because I'll be honest, yeah. um, I had never thought that thought, like the people that are signing my contracts, are they signing it? Am I having them sign it as the right thing? Should it be the entity? Should it be the individual? Um, so mm-hmm. I had never thought that thought before. Well, that's, that's why like in the it. signature, you know, like it's, it would say Amy Walker, whatever your mm-hmm. role is, chief executive officer or president for Amy Walker mm-hmm. Consulting. So the, it has to be a person signing it. Um, but right. that person is representing an entity. If there right. is no entity, then does that mean that the 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 contract is with that person, right? Um, all mm-hmm. right. So that's a, that's the contract. That's as far as I'm comfortable talking about contract law. <laughs> Everything else, hire a lawyer. Um, the other things that I want to say is that increasingly, more and more businesses, whether you consider yourself a quote unquote online business or not, um, increasingly more and more businesses have an online component. And so you mm-hmm. need to specify on your website or in any, anywhere where you have online assets, you have to have a um, couple of things that I want to mention. One is the uh, privacy policy. And the reason why you want to have a privacy policy, number one, is because it's required by law if you collect personal information from your users. Uh, so, for example, California has an Online Privacy Protection Act. Um, the UE, uh, EU, European Union, has a directive that's not limited to EU countries, but we've all heard about the GDPR compliance stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stands for General Data Protection Regulation. You have to, you have to uh, assert that you've complied with some of those um, regulations. 
It might be also required by third-party services that you might use. So, for example, if you use Google AdWords or Google Analytics or Facebook ads, et cetera, et cetera, they may require that you have a privacy policy in place if for nothing else to use their services. Um, and so then you also want to think about um, how are users interested in how you treat their privacy? You need to disclose that. So privacy policy in place, the GDPR compliance or disclaimer, when you have like an opt-in, et cetera, et cetera, you might want to put also terms and conditions on your website. Like if you're coming over here on my website, you're buying products or you're engaging with, or you're giving us your information, this is what you agree to. These are our terms and conditions. Right? Um, mm-hmm. And that can be kind of like an umbrella uh, agreement and it's unilaterally, you know, because they're not signing anything. You're just telling them, if you're using my stuff, this is what you agree to. That's a unilateral contract. Um, but it is, but it is kind of like a disclaimer of sorts. So you want to make sure that you cover your bases in that sense. And then um, the last thing that I'll say about that is that you want to also, if you traffic in IP, <laughs> intellectual property, mm-hmm. there are three things that you want to make sure that you at least are knowledgeable about. One is what's the difference between copyright and trademarked? IP, like a book can be copyrighted, but you can't trademark it. Why not? There's a difference. Check with your lawyer about that. Again, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't, I can't go into it with any level of like, you know, ethical confidence. Um, but you want to make sure that you trademark like concepts, ideas, logos, merchandise that you want to um, own the rights to and copyright intellectual property, such as books, articles, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, That's the first thing. Well, and the other thing I think that we need to be careful with, because we've seen this come up recently where, uh, oh gosh, that company that has the pair logo that Apple is suing them. Mm -hmm. um, I think when you do go to trademark or copyright, you need to look at who else is bigger that is copyrighted similarly and make Mm -hmm. sure that you're, you know, you're thinking through that is your Mm -hmm. logo derivative of somebody else's um, and, and do a little bit of homework there because that, I mean, one lawsuit from Apple or entrepreneur is another one that's been suing little guys for using the term yeah. entrepreneur, which I think is funny that they're suing their ideal clients, but whatevs, right. you know, you've got to make sure that you know who is big around you that yeah. could be looking at your stuff saying, yeah, that's not going to hold up. And it doesn't really matter if you're right. If they have more money, you don't, I feel like you don't even want to touch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and they know that. So they, they'll use some of that stuff to intimidate people into inaction or into, you know, pivoting, et cetera. So which brings me to the next mm-hmm. thing is that if you've you're covered yourself with copyright and template um, and trademark, et cetera, you want to have a handy dandy cease and desist template somewhere. Because somebody might have, mm-hmm. you know, used your words from an article that you wrote or quoted you and an uncredited you know, un- didn't credit you what you said when they quoted you and what you said in a podcast, et cetera. And you want to be able to send them a cease and desist letter to take it down, to acknowledge that they've um, copied you or whatever. Uh, there are other, you know, recourses that you might have there. But again, check with your lawyer. But these are the kinds of things that I just want to put a bug in your ear, that these are the kinds of things that you want to be able to think about and to be able to have a, a solution for if it should ever come up. And just like my, um, one of my business partners used to say, the best time to think about divorce is in the honeymoon. So it's like when, when everything is copacetic <laughs> and everything is just amazing, okay, what are we going to do when, you know, some shit goes down in the elevator, as Beyonce has said. <laughs> so you want to make sure to plan for that so that when we, if we ever get there, Uh, those contingencies have been put in place. 
Well, and truthfully, I think the best time to think about divorce is before you actually propose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good point. You really want to think through these things as early as possible. I also find that having a good attorney who specializes in small business protection is one of your biggest peace of mind assets. Um, So I work with Tony Moore. I'll give her a shout out. And um, it's not like we work together all the time, right? Like it's not Mm -hmm. like we're constantly on the phone and she's constantly invoicing me, but just the fact that I know that I have someone in my corner who really understands small business, small business protection and can show up anytime I need her to, that gives me such peace of mind to be able to basically have her on speed dial. Like, Hey, can you review this contract? Mm -hmm. I have this question come up. Uh, The most recent one was with all of the, um, there was some real specific languaging with all of these disaster relief loans that were coming out and Mm -hmm. me deciding if I was going to apply and what that actually looked like. I like, I needed to just say, am I understanding this the way that I think I'm understanding this? Mm -hmm. And do I, do I really get what, that process looks like. And so um, just to be able to reach out and have somebody like tell me the what's what, I think that is one of the most important pieces you need on your team is a good attorney, not just any attorney, small business. Small business. Yes, absolutely. And pro tip, everybody, perk up your ears. You want to get that person on your payroll, even if it's just, I need to talk to you. Here's a dollar. You're my lawyer. (laughs) We've seen that in some movies. Because guess what? If I come up behind Amy and I say, Tony, I need you to represent me in an Amy Monica matter. She can't now because she's, she's your lawyer. So if you want to make sure, yeah, exactly. It's a conflict. I got Tony. You got Tony. Dibs. Dibs. (laughs) So you want to make sure if you know a good lawyer and Amy and I both recommend Tony, we've had her on our, on our podcast. She's amazing. Um, You know, get her before somebody else does. I'm just telling you. You know what I'm honestly thinking about right now? I don't know if we did have her on the podcast or if we just had her in one of our influencer circles. If not, we need to get her on the podcast ASAP because she's awesome. What? Hold on. Yeah. I, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't rem- I, I know we had her on an influencer circle. We did I do, do not that. remember if we had yeah. her on the podcast. Hold on. Hold on. Good news. Good news. Good news. We, we, ha- we do have Tony. We just haven't published that podcast episode yet. So Tony coming to a theater near you. <laughs> okay. Now, what, what else do we want to say about this? Um, let's see. I said the privacy policy. I said the GDPR. I said the um, cease and desist, copyright IP. and trademark and IP, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yep. Okay. I think that's, that's, that's what I want to say in terms of having the, the stuff that you have to have bare minimum. And then I'm going, adding in one more. Okay. Remember I said I might throw in a bonus? Your entity. You need to make sure that your entity is protecting all of your personal assets so that if the business Mm -hmm. goes under, it does not take you personally with it. Yeah. Okay, Miss Bonus. I see your bonus and I'll raise you one. Mm -hmm. Financial (laughs) planner. Uh, Okay. So listen, all the stuff that you can't assign to your business as a business asset or, or for business protection, tax liability, et cetera, et cetera, it needs to come over in a, um, in a living trust, living revocable trust, so that the trust owns the other stuff 
your guitar, your CD collection, <laughs> the car that's deeded to your name, the, the house that's deeded to your name, like that kind of thing. So that if anything ever happens to you, then your husband or your wife or your children or whoever it is that you assign as the executor or, or the trustee or the beneficiary of that trust then can move with those assets without having to go through probate court, without having to sue anybody to get access to it, without having to fight the bank to open the account because it's frozen because you're dead. Whatever it is, you want to put those things in place now. Like I said, the best time to do it is when you don't need it. So that if it, in the event that those things happen, you have been thoughtful enough and diligent enough about the people you care about so that they don't have that extra headache on top of the grief of losing you. Oh, and can I just say what a headache it is? So my sister and I um, are now the, we had to set up all of my grandma's assets in a trust and do all of that while she has dementia and can barely understand what she's signing, Mm -hmm. but is very hesitant about signing anything. And wow, is that a headache? So we were just talking to my dad last week and we're like, listen, we are getting your old man plan figured out right now before you lose your mind because we are not going through this headache again. That's exactly So right. it's happening. What is your old man plan? You tell us. We'll do whatever you want us to do, but there better be a plan in place. So yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and honestly, it, even if we're not looking at old age, we just don't know. I feel like that's the big lesson of 2020 is we're not really yeah. in control. We don't really know. That's right. So we just got to make sure we have our ducks in a row. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm going to use a, a recent example, you know, Chadwick Boseman who passed away this year uh, made sure that he married his longtime girlfriend so that she would have some of those protections because you have a lot of protections mm-hmm. when you're married. You do not have them when you're just my boo. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to, you need to be aware of some, some, that's why marriage is a business proposition. It's not just because you love this person and you want to have children and create a legacy with that it's it's you also have to be aware of don't 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 let your rose colored glasses blind you to some of the legalities and 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 realities of some of this stuff absolutely because the thing is and this is why when i started off and i said you know i love having clean business relationships and the reason why is because in the moments where you are in disagreement, you have that contract to go back to that just keeps the drama out of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like when you're on the same page in the beginning and then the waters start to get a little bit muddy and you say, you know what, let's go back to the contract. It just clears things up and it keeps the contention level low. So, you know, I... So Stephen and I are celebrating our 20th anniversary this year, which Yay. makes me feel super old. Oh my um, gosh. And I, I, I thought you, know, you were going to say super proud. Golly. Well, it makes me feel kind of proud too because okay. like right. I outlasted okay. my parents' marriage. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I remember we hit 16 years. I'm like, well, outlasted <laughs> my parents' marriage. But um, 20 years and I honestly, like I don't have any plans on not being married to him until the day that we die, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had those conversations as well about like what would happen if we got divorced because he's a 49% owner in the company. I'm a 51% owner. Mm-hmm. And what would that, what would that separation look like? And the reason why, like you said, Monica, it's so important to have these conversations now is because right now we love each other. We're all happy. We're all like, what would be best for the kids? What would be best mm-hmm. for the company? What would be yeah. best for the business? Mm-hmm. And when you're in a place of struggle and contention, you're thinking about how do I get this person? You know, like, how do I really 
sock it to them where it's going to hurt the most mm -hmm. instead of what's going to be the best for the company. What, because, you know, he's 49% ownership. I'm 51% ownership. We should both want what's best for the company, yeah. but you can't say in a moment of contention, are you both going to be in that frame of mind? So right. I just think contracts, clear communication, having all your legal ducks in a row mm -hmm. really, I think helps eliminate a lot of contention that you might not ever have to have because you were, you were good and clear in the beginning. Yep. Amen. Sister. Well, and we had that conversation too, when we um, first started yep. this little fun enterprise at the beginning of this year, like, okay, we know what it, we know what it looks like when we're having fun together, but what would it look like if we were no longer having fun together and wanted to stop? What yeah, would that look that's like? Right. So, that's right. We, and just, the, actually, Amy, those are some of the words that we actually used. I think, I think I, I said, what does it look like, Amy, if you want to kill me? Like, what, what, <laughs> what would I have to have done in order for you to be like, I'm going to kill her. And how do I interrupt it so that you don't? I want to save my own life. <laughs> so when you put right. those measures in place, you're like, okay, we already know the red flags. And we already know when we pushed it too far. But we also know how to bring ourselves back to a state of grace, which is what the grace talks are all about. So I'm so glad mm -hmm. we did that before we needed to. And I think yep, doing it absolutely. before you need to also helps you to not need to. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's preventative. It's 100% preventative. It is like taking your vitamins and eating vegetables instead of eating Twinkies and crack cocaine, right? Like it's just, let's be smart from the beginning. That's exactly so go protect your assets. Go make sure your ducks are in a row. Um, and we are going to wrap up this episode here, but we'd love to hear from you in the comments and make sure that you come join us in the conversation in uh, the Your Circle of Influence Facebook group, which by the way, Tony is a member of. And so if you have any legal questions, hey. it's a great place to get connected with her and make I'm sure that you are yeah, coming in, joining the conversation. So let us know what you think give us some feedback. Is there anything legally that we missed that you think, no, 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 every business owner needs to have this protection in place. Right. All right, my friends, we so appreciate you tuning in and joining us. We love your reviews. We love your comments. We love hearing from you. Make sure you come and join us and stay a part of the community. Thanks everyone. Thanks everybody. See you.